Welcome, my fellow wannabes, to another edition of Beer Bros. You guessed it. This is the second episode we are doing with Mr. Charlie Murphy. We are here in his home cellar with his 600 different bottles of beer. Not different bottles, but 600 bottles of beer. Um, we just ended up uh, polishing off a bottle of Darkest Hour by Anchorage Brewing Company, yep. correct? Anchorage Brewing. Delicious yep. beer. If you haven't checked that out, it's on this channel. Please go to the Beer Bros playlist to check it out. So, Charlie, how you feeling, man? Good. That was a pretty heavy beer we just drank. That was 13% alcohol. Yeah. I had to kind of wait a little bit before we started recording the next episode. It's a, uh, you know, good end of the day beer. Yeah. <laughs> I would never be able to drink an entire one of those by myself. Oh, no. no I have a story you, for you. You have to share those. So, I started getting into the craft brewing scene, you know, about mm -hmm. a year or two ago. And uh, a friend of ours, Mikey, is a friend of the show. Um, he's actually going to be on an episode here pretty soon, or a couple episodes. He um, he gave me a bottle of Dark Lord. Okay. Do you have any Dark Lord here? I do. Okay. So he gave me a bottle of Dark Lord, mm -hmm. and I had drank, you know, I, I'm a big gamer, so yeah. I'll, I'll stay up late, you know, and drink beer. So, I mean, you know, uh, it wouldn't be unreasonable to say that, you know, you could drink a, a big stout like that over the course of three or four hours. Oh, you yeah. know, just be stepping on it. Yeah. Well, I drink a bottle of Dark Lord, which I was not expecting to be so sweet. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that one hurt me a little yeah. bit. That was sweet. That was really sweet. Yeah. Very, Dark Lord needs at least two years so that that sweetness mellows out, does whatever it does, because those things are, they're like candy sweet. Yeah, it was like, very sweet. Like, I mean... Obnoxiously sweet. Yeah, it was kind of obnoxious, yeah. actually. It really was. Yeah. I was like, every time I drink, I'm like, man, is this a soda? I mean, yeah. it, it really is. It very There's, is. It really is sweet. I just thought you would think that was funny, you know, that I... Uh, and that, that one yeah. took me a little more than three hours to drink the whole thing. So yeah. so what are we drinking to, What are we drinking this time? We're going to drink a Tilquin uh, with blackberries. Um, I don't know. What is that? The... the the Moor uh, with blackberries. It's a traditional Lambic. This is a 2015-2016. Um, it's Tilquin. I mean, I don't know so what Tilquin, else to say. So Tilquin is the brewing or that is the type of beer? Tilquin is the brewery. The brewery. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. could you do something Lambic, for me? Lambic is the style that the beer is. Right, which is a sour. Sour. Okay. So there's all these different types of sour beers, right? Yep. So we kind of have, you know, this range of you know your loggers go from like log like a, a broad tell me if this is right or wrong so you kind of have like the loggers are your more lighter type style beers or can mm -hmm. be the more lighter touch type then you have like your brown ales and then like your porters and then your stouts which there's varying degrees of stouts you got your milk stouts your oatmeal stouts traditional yeah. stouts stuff Barrel like that stouts. what's that barrel aged barrel aged stouts, stouts right so then a, a lambic that kind of falls somewhere in its own little uh, yeah. Category because that's that's almost like, you know, where that's more of like a traditional scale of what yes. I was just talking about. Whereas this is kind of on its own thing, and that that sour scale kind of has its own, yeah, uh, you know, um, the, range as well, right? I would say there's a U.S. sour scale, and there is a European sour scale. Okay, um, Lambic, You're educating me a little bit here. Lambic is is a style of sour, and it has to fall into a certain parameter in Belgium and in Europe in general most of the time. So Lambics are a very traditional stylistic beer. 
Now, once you brew that, that base beer, like any beer, they add the adjuncts of blackberry or cherry or, you know, whatever, raspberries, whatever they're wanting to do. You, you can get a, a creek with cherries, a framboise with ras, raspberries, you know, so the, the variation of the lambic is basically the fruit that is added to it. But a true classic uh, lambic is then blended into a goose. So you have to have multiple ages of lambic to be able to blend into the goose style stylistic category in Belgium. Okay. So, so this is not a goose though. This is not a goose. This is okay. this would be a single year lambic. A traditional that is, lambic that has not been aged. Yep. That has add had fruit added to it. Gotcha. Now a lambic is aged for a minimum of one year in its fermentation. Okay. So there's there's all these different little parameters uh it's like wine in Europe. You know, you have you have okay. the, the uh, specific areas of France that can can grow this grape and make this particular wine and put that Appalachian Control A uh, label on it that it is a Bordeaux from the Bordeaux region and has only these specific grapes type of stuff in it. Gotcha. This has to have an X amount of grain uh, to its recipe and it has to be aged for at least one year to be considered a lambic, and it has all those different uh, kind of like in a similar it. sense of how scotch can only be made in Scotland. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so yeah. it's that type of thing. See, you're educating me. It's exciting. I love yeah. it. Yeah, that's, um, that's why beer's fun. Yeah, that, that's exactly why beer's fun. And you know, it, we've mentioned before, you know, on the show that you're a big beer geek, and I'm a big geek in general. Geeky more out about beer has become. You know, I don't think you realize Charlie Murphy. How and yes, his name is really Charlie Murphy. It is really Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're a family-friendly show. We don't swear on the show. All right. No. Um, so I don't think you realize we've had a podcast for a while now. Okay. Um, this YouTube is a direct result of starting that podcast, and lots of people have helped us to get to this point where we're at now, where we can have a podcast or a, a YouTube. But you know, ever since I started a podcast, I was like, man, I'm ready. I want to. I want to have a beer show. You know, yeah. and this has been three years in the making. Gotcha. So this is really kind of a cool deal for me to see. I mean, this is a big return. You know, yeah. for me to be able to talk, sit down with a guy who knows a lot about beer, who can give us the facts, geek out about beer, and you know, this is just really like you're making the dream come true. You know, being able to sit down with a true connoisseur. To, to share these beers and I would like to say that this episode is definitely sponsored by Charlie Murphy for providing both of the beers that we've tried um, and I, I really appreciate it if you guys are interested about having me come to your collection your cellar whatever definitely reach out in the comments you can email us at geeklybyweekly1 at gmail.com um, lots of different different ways to get a hold of us follow us on Instagram and Twitter and all the socials you know and I would like to give you a shout out so obviously this bottle right here it has a cork on it. So in a minute, whenever we pour it, and I'm going to have you, while you're doing this, I'm going to give you a, a shout out here. Will you pull up the information on this beer, the Till Quinn? Oh, yeah. And uh, that way we have it ready. So Charlie Murphy is a brewer himself, a home brewer. He is a, he is a award an award-winning home brewer, actually. He has a, a trophy around here somewhere. We don't we probably can't put it in the shot right now just because there's so much stuff around here. But this man knows his stuff. All right, if you can't tell already. And he also is really into woodworking. So I would like to show you right here on the GoPro as well. This is a handmade 
something made by Charlie Murphy. It is a bottle opener. So if you had a bottle, you would go, you know, like it doesn't. It doesn't look like it should work. But it, it does. But it grabs the bottle there, and then <laughs> pops it open just oh, like God. that. So and I'll demonstrate over here on the GoPro. It goes like this, boop, and it's perfect. It's it's ergonomically nearly perfect. They so are. very very cool. We're gonna keep that right there. Where can we find you for that, Charlie Murphy? On Etsy at Tapped and Timber Company. That's T A P D N Timber Co.com. And you can follow him on Instagram as well. And is that what you are on Untapped as well? Uh, no. no. Okay, uh, just Charlie Murphy on Untapped. Uh, untapped on Brew Darkness. Oh, <laughs> are you really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Darkness is spreading. Darkness. That's right. So we are going to, do you mind if I do the honors? No, go ahead. So we are going to start taking this uh, this top off here. It's time to get some of this on here. And I have to say, you know, sours are becoming one of this thing. They've obviously been around for a long time. Um, but it's starting to become one of those things. It's like the sou sours are like the new IPA oh, when yeah. you think about it. Because, you know, there's been such an influx of IPAs. And there's been such an influx of new IPA drinkers. Um, you know, that it's kind of, in a way, it's becoming more accepted, widely accepted amongst the beer community. Yeah. Uh, and now sours, it's like, we need the next new thing. So sours obviously are the next thing. So if you could, can you, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Can you do it? Oh, there we go. Pretty easy. <laughs> so do you mind if I pour? No, go ahead. So a decently aggressive pour, would you yeah. say? All right. So could you kind you of. We'll have sediment in this one too. Okay. So don't. Try not to pour the entire thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll get a little hazy. It's All right. nothing bad. It's vitamin B and excellent stuff for you. Probiotics, you know. Sour beers are the healthiest beer you can drink. That makes sense. There's a lot of natural bacteria. In yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. You have all the probiotics and all the natural live culture in them. A lot of times when I'm... Yeah. That's about right. A lot of times when I'm like, man, I, I would like a beer, but I really am jonesing for a sour beer... I'll just drink a kombucha because that's exactly it, it dude like, i've been saying that for a while i'm like man kombucha tastes exactly yeah. like it kombucha is the oduls of sour beers gotcha <laughs> that's how i look at it there it's you like, go yeah i mean the <laughs> you, first time i ever get had the best it. of you get a like quarter percent of alcohol from the fermentation but nothing major and then you still get the sour tastiness uh right from it so i, I liked kombucha you know before i ever had a sour beer but literally the first time I ever drank a sour, I was like, this just tastes like kombucha. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's very similar in taste. So if you like kombucha, Especially fruited. Yeah, for sure. Fruited ones. Um, so before we before we drink this, we're going to let this baby breathe just, just, just a little bit, if that's all right. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, in the last episode you said is recommended, you know, to let that kind of open up a little bit. Um, would you cr kind of tell us the different tiers of sour beer? So I know like a farmhouse ale... That's like a sour. Yeah. So then you have a lambic. That's a, a sour. A farmhouse, basically your sour beers, depending on the yeast used, is what is going to give you your variation of, of sour from very mild intensity to three warheads in your mouth, sour, like puckering, sharp, puckering yeah, sour. Yeah, it's like... So... You have you have your bretomyces, which gives you everything from barnyard and grass and hay to you know a real clean, uh, depending on which strains of bretomyces you're using. Um, a lot of German uh, sours have 
I mean, literally, like you can take a drink and go, yeah, yeah. I just walked through. I just walked through somebody shoveling hay into a feet into a, <laughs> a, a horse trough, you know, feeder thing, because that's the feel that that, right. that yeast throws, those esters throw off. Um, then you have Saccharomyces um, and Lactobacillus. Sac and lacto are your sharper sours. Um, Saccharomyces is actually one of the main yeast in a kombucha, is, is Saccharomyces. Um, and you have those sharper, kind of sharp notes of sour. Uh, Lactobacillus is the same way. Uh, Pediococcus is one of the souring, it's not used as much, but it definitely enhances the other ones along the way. Brett is the most probably predominant uh, yeast in sour beers, I would say, um, because it's the most controllable. It, as far as everything I've done, Brett's the more controllable and uh, expectation satisfying yeast that you can you can go with. Like the expectation versus reality is like pretty much on par. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So commercial brewers uh, Cascade. Um, I'll just grab a bottle because it's right here. Cascade inoculates only with lactobacillus. Any other yeast that is in that beer happens naturally within occurring within the brewery. It's n they don't push that yeast into it. So the only only yeast that they are pushing is lactobacillus, and Cascade is one of those more puckering type of sour beers from a from a commercial gotcha. brewery. So this is real sour. Like the, yeah. when we say sour, we mean like really sour. Sour. Yeah, really right, sour. Right, right. But there's varying degrees. Like you you gave me just a sample of your lambic that you've made and it was in gin barrels and I would, I took it you were like, now this is a true sour. I was expecting more of a, a, a puckering taste. But really it just kinda hit me back in like the back of the jaws, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit. But it was I mean that was not to like blow smoke up the guy's butt or anything, but that was probably the best sour I think I've ever drank, honestly. Well, we're um, gonna have a really good one right now. Okay, well we'll see. We'll yeah. see, Charlie Murphy. What <laughs> I really appreciate, you know, being able to have I really appreciate being able to have someone on the show that really is, you know, you're you're taking it a step more than knowledgeable. You know, you're getting down to the science of it. You're yeah. getting down to no, That's this is fun. this is why this tastes this way versus this way and you you know the theory behind what you're actually talking about and that's that's hard to find so um yeah. i appreciate you bringing that to the table and kind of educating us more because yeah. i'm still learning more you know whenever someone says a sour now i can say okay what kind of sour yeah. right you know it's kind of like a lager it's like okay well, what kind of lager you know what i mean yeah. we're talking like what you know so yeah well this has been breathing for enough time i think let's give it a smell <laughs> That smells sour. Mm. Smells good. Got right. that blackberry nose, a little fruity nose. Let's give her a drink. Woo! That is sour, but not the most sour thing I've ever drank. Yeah. That's like, man, that's like uh, just from first taste. You know, on the nose, I'm just going to say it right now. On the nose, it doesn't smell amazing, you know. It's got a funky. It's got it's, it's got, got it's got a funk to it. It's got that Brett funk going on in the nose, but it doesn't smell bad. No, it just smells like oh, that's kind of weird. I need a second before I can really give a first impression. Maybe that's something if if uh, you're not used to drinking beer 
in that way, um, like wine drinkers. That's exactly what aerate, I'm Right. Aerate the wine to open it up. Mm -hmm. Drinking beer that way. Not it, for you. No, that's the way you should drink. Oh, that's the way you should drink. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying, you're saying if you're not used to it. Yeah, though. if you're not used to it, start doing it. Gotcha. D pull, pull air through, get air moving through that beer and open it up in your palate. And that way it, it, it really just it just blossoms across the palate and you can get right. you get more out of it you get more fruit notes out of it you get all those varying little nuances yeah just like you would in a wine um wine drinkers have have it down you know, that, that it makes it when you know there's been a lot of times and just to clarify i was saying if you're not pouring it into an aerable glass you know in yeah. such a way then you're probably doing it wrong is what i meant you know you should probably start using a more full glass to probably drink mm -hmm. a sour out of and honestly when we open a new sour there's been times we haven't done it on this show but there's been times where i will actually pour it into a wine glass you know yeah. to, to kind of open it up a little bit and would you say drinking a sour or drinking you know a, a different type of sour if you didn't have a tulip glass would a wine glass be the next best best thing to try and potentially drink it out of probably okay. yeah yeah because i mean that's shape. those are designed to really bring it up and open it up would you say that we know for a fact, it's been scientifically proven, ladies and gentlemen, that the glass you drink your beer out of directly affects the smell, which we know smell inherently affects what? Taste. Taste. So, actually, yes, and it affects taste, not flavor. Taste, not flavor, because everyone will get a different flavor out of the type of beer that they're drinking. I mean, well, you only have five taste buds. Five taste buds. Yeah. Which are? Sweet, sour, bitter, salty, and umami. Umami. Umami is the metallic reaction you get when you have a blood taste in your mouth. Ah. Like meat. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Meat is the umami reaction okay. in your mouth. Which is makes sense why a lot of people say, hey, drink this particular beer when you're pairing with a particular meal. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yep. So remind me again, what is the specific notes that this is going for? It's blackberry. It has blackberries added. Blackberries added. So the blackberry note in this isn't. It's not super prominent. No, it's not overpowering. No. Mm -hmm. It's not super prominent. But it's there. It's it's definitely there, and it comes in. It comes in really nicely, and just evens out that that sour note and the body of it. it, it I think it definitely adds a little bit to the body of the beer um, with that blackberry in there. Yeah, you know, a lot of sours that you drink, and you know, I. It's one of those things too for me where as a just someone who's kind of when you first turn 21 i'm 24 now at this point and when you first i've been drink, i mean i've been drinking a lot mm -hmm. you know a lot of different not not a lot in quality no. quantity, quantity but just this you know quality it's been expanding his horizons exactly that's right <laughs> you know so i drink a lot of ciders you know and mm -hmm. you, you drink ciders for a little bit when you first start drinking and you're like oh that's pretty good but then when you really start kind of branching out into the more bitter sours and kind of seeing the art in that, yeah, that has almost prepared me for beers like this. The more bitter ciders have prepared me because it's almost like a wine at this mm -hmm. point. You know, you kind of feel like these sours are wine. And, and to, to this day, my wife, she's not hugely a fan of beer, but she does like wine and she does love ciders and sours, which yep. makes a lot of sense because it probably uses a lot of the same I was going to say it. Uh, Almost all of my friends, if their wives like red wines and are more wine drinkers than beer drinkers, almost all of them like sour beers. So it's it's a really weird uh, 
you know, way that you can see somebody that's like, oh, do you like do you like beers? And they're like, no, no I, I, I like wine. Right. And you're like, oh, what kind of wine do you like? And they start talking about it. It's like, oh, okay, Try this. you can go pour a sour, a mildly sour beer and give it to them. And they're like, what is this? Well, that's pretty good. Right. You know, and it's somehow it, 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 the wine, the wine notes uh, and the way the wine, because in reality, wine is just a little bitty push away from becoming vinegar i mean it is like yeah. i mean for for a perfect example there's rushing river brewing company out in russian river colorado or colorado california um there are wineries that will not allow their employees to go to that winery or to that brewery because they have so much active airborne sour bacteria yeast that they do not want it brought back into their wineries. Wow. Because it's that potent. Because it's that potent. Like, they don't want them going there on lunch and then coming back to the winery and walking through the winery and contaminating... Tainting their... Yeah. Contaminate the whole winery with with a Brett or Lacto or Saccharomyces yeast That's going to completely throw it out because it is that potent. Yeah. But it makes sense when you drink it. Then they would have really expensive vinegar. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yeah, and you know, it's it's one of those things too. I, I feel like beer is so mental. You know, when when somebody thinks about beer, I, I said this with uh, you know with um, with Kyle on our our mother's interview we had. You know, you think about the like you say like oh I drink beer that they're thinking like farty bloaty light beer which has its place you know yeah. on a hot day whatever on well, a maybe, river yeah maybe not for you I mean for me it's budget beer <laughs> but uh, um, you know it has its place for me and I can see the. The appreciate, you know, I can appreciate it for what it is, and I mean, I don't drink a ton anyways. But when I do, it's nice to be able to crack open something like this, where you know, you might ask somebody, "Do you like wine? Mm-hmm. You know, are you a wine drinker? What do you like to drink?" And I would venture to say, there's probably a beer out there for everybody. It's yeah. like, oh, you like gin? Okay, let's give you a real dry IPA or something like that, and see what you think, because yeah. you may like it. Yeah. You know, and or- that's. You could get a mother's Manhattan. Which is? He's pulling it off the shelf, ladies and gentlemen. This man has everything. I am just blown away. And then it looks so good in the shot, too. I mean, you can get. Oh, right, right. The rye barrel Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rye barrel. Fun fact for you. So, oh, the uh, Imperial Three Blind Mice. Yeah. That's what's called the rye barrel Manhattan. So, fun fact for you Mother's Brewing just had their cellar sale. And um, they there they had about six bottles of that left. There's no more left of it. Oh, because they don't make that beer anymore. Yeah, right? There was a one off. Yeah. Yeah. So they only have a little bit left of it. Um, Me too. They had yeah. You only have one left. No, I have a couple. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably never get drank, unfortunately. Maybe on this show, we'll see. Maybe for the maybe for a special edition or something. Crack like one. That. Yeah, Manhattan we'll Day. Which is? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I have another beer around here that's a Manhattan gotcha. style. The way I'm the way I'm seeing this, I feel like I'm going to ask if you want to do this show a couple more times because you obviously are the, you've been the most knowledgeable about beer since we've started the show, and it's been just an absolute joy to have you on here. So we've kind of been you know kind of venting a little bit, and since this is for the YouTube channel, but it's also for the podcast, which is called Geekly by Weekly, or at this point I think it's called the Want to Be Critics. Check us out. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of information on what uh, the beer oh, yeah. thing says. So Beer Advocate uh, gives us a rating of 94 on 
this beer. 6.4% ABV. Um, and that is, uh, it's been rated uh, 253 times. So, okay. For 253 times, be rated 94. That's pretty that's, solid. That's pretty solid. I, I mean, I, I gotta agree. That's pretty close. You know, and uh, with everything, you know, what's it got on Untapped? Let's check. Check our Untapped. I didn't know that you could scan the barcode with that. Oh man, it's so much faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Four point two five. Um, Very nice. And that's the high side. Four point one nine is the low side. Okay. So uh, it's 10, got ten thousand check-ins gives it at four point one nine. So four to four and a half is probably its it's yeah where they're pulling the average out of. So pretty solid. It's pretty solid, and I mean I have to agree. You know, after drinking, I've been trying to drink as many sours as I can, and this is. I mean, you know how sometimes you open a beer. And after it warms up a little bit, and after it's been exposed to the air for enough time, mm -hmm. you know, obviously whatever carbonation is left in it, it starts to release, right? And the, yeah. the taste kind of, it doesn't get, what, what's the right word for it? It kind of just gets a little flat, you yeah. know? Which yeah. it can still taste good and still be flat. Like you open mm -hmm. like a Bourbon County, and you're drinking that bad boy down, you're sipping on it. I mean, for me, I like to take plenty of time with my Bourbon Counties, and it's like, yeah, whatever carbonation was left in that is completely gone at this point. Yeah. But it still tastes amazing. This, we've been talking for at least 20 minutes, and this tastes almost exactly the same ever since pretty much every sip I've had. Yeah. Which, I mean, that kind of speaks to the quality, still, in my opinion. Um, it's really, good. really solid beer. Like we said before, it's delicious. I think the blackberry, you know, I like that it says it's, blue, it's brewed with blackberries, as you were saying before, and... It, it definitely comes across, but it's not so it's not so forward. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a lingering type taste. So would you agree, for me, as the, you know, the show runner, I would say this is a four out of five. Yeah. Do you think that's solid? I'd, on Untapped, I'd give it a four. Four yeah. two. I think I'd give it a four out. I th I'm going to give it a four on Untapped. And that's just because since it is brewed with blackberries, I like that it's not so overbearing. It's nice. It's more of a lingering taste. You can be like, oh, yeah, that is blackberries on the back. Yeah. You know, after, you know, you take a drink and you kind of are breathing. It's like, oh, I taste it now, yeah. you know. I wish I had a, just a little bit more of it. A little more blackberry. Just a little more blackberry, but it still does its job. It's delicious. It's very much on the wine, you know, side of things is kind of what it reminds I me of. I have a sweet water sour with blackberry. We would see if it had more. Well, I mean, maybe we, on the next episode. Maybe on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, that makes the most sense. So we will uh, be wrapping this episode up. Which kind of helps because uh, apparently my camera just stopped. I'll have to get some settings figured out or something. We're talking to that phone back there now. Good thing we have a backup. Hey. You know what I mean? So you can kind of get a you know backup. a view of what uh, what's been going on here. Thank you so much for checking us out. We really really appreciate it. I appreciate it. This has been Beer Bros. Charlie Murphy. Thank you so much for yeah. opening up your home no and problem, for we'll do it you again. know sharing your beer. Yeah, I definitely want to do it again because that was a lot of fun. Really really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you next time on Beer Bros. So take it easy, everybody. Uh -huh.